is VOA News. I'm Tommy McNeil. The urgency of providing Ukraine with the weapons it needs to stop Russian military advances was given again. Underscoring that Sunday, both in Europe and the United States at the same time, calls for stopping the human suffering and efforts to achieve a peaceful resolution to the conflict were also brought to the forefront. VOA's Veronica Balderas Iglesias reports. U.S. National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan appeared on ABC's This Week. He urged Mike Johnson, Republican Speaker of the House of Representatives, to bring the currently stalled $61 billion aid bill for Ukraine up for a vote in Congress. Speaker Johnson, if he put this bill on the floor, uh, would produce a strong bipartisan majority vote in favor of the aid to Ukraine. We saw that in the Senate, and if we can fill that shortage of bullets, Ukraine will stand up brave and courageous uh, and take the fight to the Russians. Sullivan's remarks came a day after Ukrainians marked the two-year anniversary of Russia's full-scale invasion of their country. Veronica Valderas Iglesias, VOA News, Washington. AP correspondent Rick Garcia reports in Ukraine's worries about delays in Western military aid. Ukraine's Defense Minister Rustan Umerov says half of the promised Western military support fails to arrive on time. Speaking at an assembly in Kiev, he stressed that each delayed aid shipment complicates the task of military planners and ultimately costs the lives of soldiers. Ukrainian military leaders toured the frontline combat posts while facing a worsening ammunition shortage and Russian attacks in the east. Meanwhile, nightly strikes continue with Ukraine's air defenses shooting down drones sent by Moscow, while Russia targeted an unspecified facility in western Ukraine. I'm Rika and Garcia. And this, and this is BYU News. Israel says it's pushing ahead with plans for a ground invasion in the Gaza town of Rafah to root out Hamas militants, even as mediators work on a new ceasefire in the five-month war that also calls for the release of more hostages held by Hamas. Fayway's Rashid Basadi reports. Negotiators from Israel, Egypt, the United States, and Qatar, the Hamas intermediary, held talks in Paris to discuss terms of a deal to free what is likely north of 100 remaining hostages in the Palestinian territory. Negotiations remain fluid. Israel's Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu told CBS News it's not clear whether a ceasefire and hostage deal would materialize from new talks in Qatar. Hamas says Israel has denied its main demands that include an end to the military occupation of Gaza. Arash Arbasadi. The South Korean government is giving striking young doctors four days to return to work. It says they will not be punished if they return by Thursday, but warns they will face indictments and suspensions of medical licenses if they do not meet the deadline. About 9,000 medical interns and residents stayed off the jobs since early last week. The protests the government plan to increase medical school admissions by about two-thirds. The walkouts have disrupted the operations of their hospitals. The vice health minister uh, said that that Monday, Monday that those who do not return to work by Thursday will be punished with a minimum three-month suspension of the medical licenses and face investigations and possible indictments. West African regional block echo was set on Saturday and would lift strict sanctions on Niger as it seeks a new strategy to dissuade military rule Niger, Burkina Faso and Mali from withdrawing from the political and economic union. 
Reuters, Reuters correspondent Alice Rizal has more. Ecowas closed borders and imposed the strict measures on Niger last year after soldiers detained President Mohamed Bazoum and set up a transitional government. It was one of a series of recent military takeovers that have exposed the bloc's inability to alter democratic backsliding. The sanctions have forced Niger, already one of the world's poorest countries, to slash government spending and default on debt payments of more than $500 million. The decision to lift sanctions was done for humanitarian reasons, according to the communique. But the move will be seen as a gesture of appeasement, as ECOWAS tries to persuade the three junta states to remain in the alliance. A former, a former FBI informant charged with fabricating a multi-million dollar bribery scheme involving President Biden's family is set to appear in court. I'm Tommy McNeil, BOA News.